Welcome back, everyone. This is episode 114 of the Jiu-Jitsu Dummies podcast. Woo-hoo. We're brought to you by Black Belt Digital Marketing. Anything you need to build your business on or offline, website design, Google ads, graphic design, printing, we can help. Check us out at Black Belt Digital Marketing on Instagram or our website, bbdigitalmarketing.com. Uh, you can go on the website and request a free review of your entire online presence today. My name is Milton Campus. I'm a brown belt training out of South Florida. We got Bo behind the camera. Hola. And joining us today, we have Brennan from BJJ Cops. Yes, sir. And Freddie Trillo from the Trillo Academy. Trillo Academy. The Trillo Academy. We'll list your accolades in a second. Let me do some uh, some quick sponsor shout out, guys. I uh, appreciate your patience, and then we'll dive right in. Uh, don't forget to like, comment, share, and click the subscribe button on YouTube. We'd really appreciate the support. Um, a quick few shout outs. We're going to say hello to Flow and Roll. Hands down, the best custom gi and no gi gear in the business. What up, Sean? Yeah, don't believe us. Visit them on Instagram at flow underscore n underscore roll. Check out all their custom designs. Uh, they have this really cool pre-order program. It helps gyms basically get everything they need for their academy, their gi, no gi gear. Uh, just very little out of pocket. They do a pre-order on their website. Your students can actually order from the site. They'll get their items shipped directly to them, and then you can also use those profits to pay for your gear. And then you have very little out of pocket. So check them out at flowandroll.com. Get 20% off your online orders with code JJD. Okay. Thank you to the BJJ box. We got them here. Uh, I do. I did get a box. We're going to wait for Miguel to do an unboxing. This is a UX, what they do, right? This is a, we need the a monthly relief. subscription <laughs> box. Yes. Delivered to your door filled with premium jujitsu and grappling apparel, equipment, supplements, supplies, uh, snacks, and more. They find the best products in the world of jiu-jitsu. This is actually, this is the BJJ Monster shirt. You see this one, Bo? This is a BJJ box. I took this out of the box to wear it today. There's another one for Miguel. But uh, they find the best products in the world of jiu-jitsu and guarantee that every box is going to be worth more than the actual cost. Okay, so the the item, the total value of the items in there are going to be way more uh, than the actual cost of the box. Usually includes about four to seven items. And you could use coupon code JJD10 to get $10 off your very first box, okay? Uh, thank you to NutraZone Clean, right? Uh, you can check them out at NutraZone Clean on Instagram and Facebook. And the NutraZone, their mission, NutraZone Clean's mission is to keep you clean on the mats, training, your personal life. Uh, your personal life, I keep a, uh, this canister is actually the one from my car. I brought it up today because I always forget. I uh, got some wipes, go get gas. I... You know, go like do a little of this. You're a dirty boy. Uh, when I'm at the, there's a spray. I don't have the spray bottle here. I spray it on a towel after training. I wipe myself down, get rid of the yuckies, right? I, you know, we're always dealing with like staff and all that, Mercer and all that BS. So I, again, carry canister with me everywhere I go. Get yours at NutraZoneClean.com and you can use code JJD15, excuse me, JJD for 15% off your order. Okay. All right. That's it. I tried to do that as quick Very as possible, nice, guys. Man. That was like three <laughs> minutes. Yeah, I'll fly through that. Put that on slow. If you put it on fast, it's going to whip through. Welcome so, to Neutral yeah. <laughs> Gentlemen, welcome. Thank you for being patient. Uh, had a lot of fun at the seminar yesterday. Let's let's kind of talk a little bit about Thank that. You. What a, Did you guys meet before? Is that the first time? I know you probably know each other from online, but did, have you met before? And have you ever done a seminar or anything together? Um, no, we met before. Um, when I used to uh, train in Davy with uh, Master Toku, um, we used to have Sundays for law enforcement, but just straight up gi jiu jitsu 
And uh, Freddie, you know what? I'm going to stop by and see what, what these guys are doing, you know? So we had a bunch of cops. Freddie come in. We rolled. And then Fred, let's go to my gym. So we went to his gym. Mm-hmm. And we did one, uh, I don't know, it was a long, long time ago. And a seminar? You did not a, a seminar. It was just, just training, training for, uh, um, yeah. And so I went to his gym. We trained. And ever since um, I talked to him off the record, I... Sometimes I do videos in my garage. I'm like, hey, Freddie, what do you think? I ask him, I pick his brains. You know what I okay. mean? Okay. So uh, a lot of people don't know this, but Freddie here, he's what, um, Freddie was the pioneer, one of the pioneer of jiu-jitsu for law enforcement in this country. Okay. Um, in Florida, right? Were you, were you, were you not the first black belt cop in Florida? Quite possibly. But, you're right. Yeah. Because when I started... There was only a few of us, a handful of us, like six of us. Yeah. This is in the mid-90s. And out of those six, I think I'm the only one that got to black. Really? Yeah. Wow. Others got close, but, you know, things happen in life and they stopped. And by the way, third time on the show? Yes, Thank you very much. Third, third or third third? time. When I was alumni. back in the house, in Triple my house. alumni. That's yeah. right. Three times. That's one, right. Uh, one time here Three and the second the time charm, here. right? So, thank you, man. I appreciate it. This, uh, thank you for having listen, me. Listen, your episodes are, are some of the most watched. And, you know, thank I, you. This is, a, this is a, a very interesting subject, you know, jujitsu for law enforcement. One of the things, one of the first things I told Bo when I got here today, and I've been, I've been saying it since I left. I might have even said it at the seminar yesterday. Yesterday filled in some of the blanks for me. Mm-hmm. I'm not out there trying to handcuff somebody, but with very small variations of the things that we do as jujitsu practitioners, non-law enforcement practitioners, it's a short leap to the things that we were doing yesterday. Uh, not to not to say that those things aren't important, but I was just like, oh wow, I've never been taught to. Oh, if I just go this way, oh wow, look now I've got the guy's arm stuck here. I'm in a cuffing position. I I've never I've I trained with people sporadically throughout my years who are in law enforcement and I've never had a coach stop and say hey by the way for the LEO guys here look if you do that and I'm like why not why not and my first coach was was is still in law enforcement I do it all the time and I can't I I can't believe that that doesn't get my I love my gym and no <laughs> disclaimer my gym is awesome I just don't see that point where coaches have said but you know because you do it for hey advanced guys you're also going to do this right like hey White belts and blue belts do this. You know, more advanced guys, hey, you can also do this here. LEO guys, look, you're here. I'm like, why, why isn't that happening, at least in, in the schools that I've trained? Exactly. I know you're an instructor. Uh, mm-hmm. We used to train together. Yeah. And, uh, okay, some of the positions that were taught yesterday, you can definitely use on your civilian world. Yeah. It's nothing crazy. Yeah. But they're effective as you. Yeah. I saw it yesterday. I mean, again, you know, when I came today, I was telling Bo, I'm like, I see, in my mind, there are three jujitsus now. And correct me if I'm wrong. There's, you have the sport jujitsu, you have the um, self defense style, maybe like a little bit of the older Gracie style where they're kind of throwing strikes and show you how to do different things. And there's, this is, I think, its own style of jujitsu, you know, jujitsu for law enforcement. Am I wrong? Are there more? Right. Um, uh, and I, in, in, in the in the self defense style, I would include kind of like the MMA style, maybe in there. Maybe that's number four. But there you, are these different jujitsu's, and um, and, and jujitsu for law enforcement is extremely unique, right or wrong. 
the basics uh the basics are the same you basics have to have a same. solid basics yeah you know what i mean like you have to have a decent basic uh skill set so that's why um as freddie and i we talk all the time um just to do one seminar is not gonna help you grasp the ground game that you need or the takedowns that you need to succeed in law enforcement or on your civilian world so you yeah. need the basics yeah i you guys need to understand one thing um don't think just in law enforcement but as a regular civilian as well if you get into a fight on the streets it's totally different than you inside the gym you have to put pressure stay on top and control agree fred yes there's still a lot of variables to that one but in general yes if you're dealing with one person that's fine if you're dealing with multiple opponents oh. then it changes things a bit <laughs> yeah see i'm always man no, I, I i really I think agree. outside the box a lot if the, i'm getting into a fight my coach jokes about this he's like if i'm not in aisle nine of Publix and i'm getting into a scrap with somebody he'll always <laughs> joke i'm i'm fighting with some old lady over the last jar of peanut butter he'll say something crazy like that but it, it's it's relevant he's he's making a point he's just like you know I'm not doing the same thing that I'm going to do on the mat here. Like we're not, we're not scoring right. points, right? My it's, there's a couple that either I've got to put, I've got to choke this person out to stop, to, to save myself or to be able to get away from them. You know, the idea is to get home, like you guys said for law enforcement, right? The idea is to be able to get home at night, right? That's, it was that, how did you say it yesterday? Your number one mission as a law enforcement officer is to do what? Go and everybody says to get home, Right. If I'm in a fight, if I happen to find myself in a scrap out on the street, like, I want to get home too. What's my path of least resistance? Am I going to try to break an arm? Am I going to try to use a cuffing position? Or am I going to try to choke that guy out? For me, I'm going to try to get to a choking position. He's passed out and I'm leaving. I mean, for, for me, as a non-LEO, if I'm getting into a scrap with somebody, I don't want to just break an arm because that person can still be, you know, can still have a knife, can still pull an, a, a firearm, right? I want to choke them out. That, for me. Again, lots of variables. I could see your mind already going, Freddie, right? You're yeah, like, man. I mean, there's a million variables. But in that situation, a guy like me, I go run and get my wife some ice cream. I overthink and I, things. I sometimes. get into a, a scrap with somebody. My mission is to get home. And if I do have to engage with somebody, I'm my mission is going to be not to do an arm bar in a parking lot, but I'm going to try to choke that person out and then get to safety, call the police, what have you. Um. Okay, uh, a lot of people don't know this about me. My, my dad is American. My mom is from Brazil. I was born in Brazil. And growing up there, you get into a lot of fights, you know, uh, high school, college, whatever. So I got into fights that uh, I'll never do that again today. <laughs> you know what I mean? What do you uh, mean? That, what, you did, what you getting, did in the fight? No, getting positions. Okay. Back then, that was, I mean, today's a different, I have a different mentality because um, when I start training with uh you know with the edge weapons and uh uh and you know dummy guns mm -hmm. sims uh i'm not gonna lie man i was uh um i was was a totally different you, you game. didn't know what you didn't know yes right? and today i'll be more careful with the hands controlling the hands mm -hmm. i want to control the hands all the time i don't want to see this guy uh, reaching for anything around his waist you know mm -hmm. what i mean so that'll be my only concern today uh for instance i just saw a video on instagram that um i believe he trains jiu-jitsu he gives a beautiful takedown and he puts this guy on the arm lock 
So the guy grabs a knife inside to stab him. Boom, 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 wow. boom. <laughs> I'm like, holy shit. So, right, I mean, what 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 would <laughs> he what gruesome. should he have done? <laughs> Man, he got um on top position. He was fine there. I know some people, um Freddie, he loves to control Freddie and Marcelo. He loves to control people from the top. Okay. Um I I like to be on a side control, putting okay. pressure and controlling the elbows and controlling the arms. Mm-hmm. Um, if I, if that guy, he landed on top mount, I would stay controlling the arms because I yeah. didn't know the knife was behind him, oh, right? Yeah. So control the arms, try to hold the situation until you fight his will to fight, then bro, that's it, call mm-hmm. it the day. And, and let, let me say too, because uh, people that are listening uh, that don't know you guys, uh, who haven't listened to the Freddy episodes? Talk to us about your rank and how long you've been training. Your 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 mm. jujitsu rank. My jujitsu rank. <laughs> and you could also talk about okay. your your department rank as well. Um, oh boy. Well, I got my black belt in two thousand eight, and uh, that was quite a little while ago. So if you look in terms of uh, stripes per what every. Uh, the black belt receives a stripe every three years. So I, like the first three is three years and then it goes to five. I have no after idea the first where I'm at. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. I don't, Yeah, I, uh, I'll be honest with you, I don't even wear stripes on my black belt because to me, I just want to portray the image of it's just about learning and becoming better and better. And it's my focus is not my belt. I don't care yeah. the color of my belt. I really don't. Do you do stripes honest, for the students? Honest to God knows that I don't care about my stripes. Yeah. And I probably have two or three, supposed to have two or three, but I don't care. Okay. Because I know I'm getting better. And my focus now is to make my students or anybody that listens to my instructions much better. So and, black belt in 2008. Yes. What are we, that's been a black belt for 15, approximately yeah. 15 years. Okay. Somewhat like that. That's a long time. Brandon? Uh, I started, I started, <laughs> Funny story, I started, I started jiu-jitsu in Brazil. I was 10 years old, 10 to 12 years old. I went to a gym, and uh, I saw uh, this girl training. She was a blue belt, um, you know. I think I was 12 years old, and I told my instructor, I'm like, hey, if I make her a tap, can you, would you give me a, uh, a blue belt? <laughs> Say, yeah, 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 go ahead. <laughs> it was the dumbest shit, the you know what I mean? I, I learned early, wow. so... Nice yeah. job, Brennan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, at, at 12 years old, though, right? Oh like, uh, girls are a little bit more advanced, but at 12 years old, you're still like, I'm like, you're wow. both just kids, is not this point yet where uh, you're that uh, much stronger yeah. than, a, than a female. And uh, she puts me on the triangle like in, in seconds. And uh, good for her. <laughs> and uh, and the collar bells like put him to sleep, put him to sleep, put him to sleep. And uh, uh, luckily she let me go. I remember I remember her name until today. Her name is Niani. <laughs> Do you know she still trains? Um, Do you know like I don't think she trains today, yeah. but uh, I don't talk to her for a long, long time. Um, so then I moved, um, I moved, I started training with Brazilian top team, uh, but it took me 18 years to get my black belt because I moved to another location. I started training with a new instructor and, uh, he just want to make sure that I deserve the black belt before he handed it to me. 
the move like the yeah i got the my curse f- of moving when you're doing jujitsu you know oh yeah that's a lot of things being a <laughs> black belt over. you know what i mean you just don't hand black belts yeah. at least where i came from yeah um you know uh so what you, you know do you remember what year you got your black belt 2018 2018 <clears throat> okay all right so five years approximately five years as a as a black belt mm-hmm so let's let's get Freddie. You want to say? Yeah, something? I wanted to get back to that earlier question you mentioned about the three forms of um, training. Yeah, you said the types sport, of jujitsu. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, the sport, the self defense, and more MMA ish type. Well, law enforcement. So, uh, yeah, I maybe the law I mean, enforcement. Maybe, maybe there is four because I'm I'm including MMA in in self defense, but maybe uh, there that is four. Right. I would know? say that the MMA is self-defense okay that's yeah i was putting it in that was because if you really think about let's let's break this down um about what this self-defense is Mm -hmm. because some of these places are saying oh we teach self-defense some places we just teach jujitsu it's still just all jujitsu and guys i came from both lines i came from a side that uh, they claimed to be just all self-defense I'm no longer with them. Now I've ventured out into the world on my own. And um, I'm under Tom DeBlas right now. So I've seen a whole other world of jiu-jitsu. And I can sit back and I'm like, it's the same thing. It's the same thing. Except one side tends to call it a certain program, mm-hmm. combatives or fundamentals. Other schools may not necessarily teach those fundamental techniques. But that doesn't mean they're not practicing a defense for those techniques. Okay. So when you have a room full of people and we're we're practicing clinch defenses like most academies do, well, that's a self-defense right there because you're learning how to defend. Somebody's gripping you from the front, from the back, from wherever, and you eventually get out because you're doing this against equally uh, uh, other people, excuse me, that are as skilled as jiu-jitsu and you're able to defend yourself how is that guy in the street that's never done this ever in his life, how is he going to properly hold you that you won't be able to escape? I'll ask that. And there is no, everybody could escape in general. When you go to an MMA school, and this is why I brought up MMA, you go to a MMA, if they practice striking, if they have a, a wrestling program, for example, and they have a jiu-jitsu program, that covers all the forms of self-defense. Mm-hmm covers everything mm-hmm. so if that if you're practicing that wherever you're at you are practicing your jujitsu you may not know that one defense that we teach in this program over here but your defense is going to work just as equally as as mine is going to work sure so that's 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 where i coming from that side and i'm telling you right now there is no difference it's all the same so it just so happens that you know some people really think that because that's the only environment they're in, mm-hmm. that that's the only environment that teaches that. Yep. And that is so far from the truth. Would you recommend to your students to be to be doing these type of seminars, to, to attend an LEO seminar? Because, again, when I, put, when I left, I went down to the Colombian restaurant and I had some lunch. Right in, nice. in, the, in the shopping nice. center, nice. right? Nice. So I sat down and I and I and I posted and I said this. I wrote that this filled in some blanks for me. 
those blanks being those those little things like just what's the difference between what I do every day and what it, what law enforcement's doing? And it was a sh- it was a short jump. Not that it wasn't a valuable, no, incredibly valuable short. jump. Right. It was a short jump. I'm like, I've never freaking, you know, well, I've done every Kimura like this. Right. I've never done that transition and said, you know, and sat on somebody's back because we're not, you know, that's we not what do we're that. doing, right? We I'm don't not, do that. Yeah, right? that's a, it's break the arm, you know, or you know, t- obviously tap, but we that that tap is signifies. That would have been a break, right? And we stop and re- reset knew, and we go again. You there nailed was, it. There was no final, okay, I'm moving the arms to put the handcuffs. Or, or let me grab that other arm, right? Just the way that you taught us to grab the other arm, right? So a, a short leap. Do, would you recommend to your students, hey, you should go check out a seminar like this. Uh, um, to, to, to Go ahead. Yes and no. To be honest with you, not everybody's qualified to be teaching law enforcement. Yeah. And unfortunately, you just because you received a black belt doesn't necessarily mean that you're justified to be teaching other cops, mm-hmm. especially if you just got your black belt and or you have just not really done a lot of serious police work. Yeah. Uh, if you've never put this practice to use, then your value is not really as as impactful as somebody that says, you know, for me, for example, I've. Man, I did this throughout the '90s and the two and the and the in the early 2000s. I had a field to practice this with on everybody. And yeah. I, I and man, <laughs> I honestly, I I I, I really, don't want to say the camera thing you said yesterday. I'll let you say that if you want to. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we didn't have a camera, so I, I say it. We didn't yeah. have a camera, you know. But at the same time, if you want to research it, you can go on file because. It's public record, and look at my use of force complaints. Very, very low. High numbers right. of arrest usually means that the officer gets a lot of complaints, a lot of use of force um, complaints. Yeah, those as two well. things usually for most officers are going to because you're 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 yeah. Anytime you make contact with the public, you're bound to create some complaints. Mm-hmm. Well, especially if you're going hands on like I was, and you know what? I didn't have very little complaints because I wasn't using it to hurt people i was using it to just do my job easier safer for the bad guys i took pride i literally took pride in especially when there was a big dude and he gets out of that stolen car and he's running and i'm like oh i got him (laughs) (laughs) i got him everybody step back i got him he's jumping fence i even had the art of chasing you on foot at an at um at a scientific pace because I knew the first hundred yards this guy is going whoosh, yes he's Lightning. just jumping it's parkour yeah. from yard to yard and all I need to do is keep an eye on you and as I keep an eye on you I start to the gap starts to shorten and then by the time I'd get to the dude he's tired yeah exhausted so <laughs> the the matches. Yeah. Halfway done. <laughs> now here's the flip side of it. If you're the officer, you gotta be in shape. Yeah. Because oh, yeah. if you're not in shape, you're gonna be both <sighs> which you, which happened one time. You described my jujitsu as a bigger guy, an older guy when but I'm you're going against these Yeah, no, no, I'm just saying right. that you just when you're saying that I'm you kind of describe my jujitsu with like the younger guys, they start out really tough. Maybe I get them into a lockdown. They start flailing and oh, they start wasting the a lot of energy. The, and yeah. the old man half guard. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> I got it. So when they, they eventually, 
wind up getting a little tired and then you sweep them and then they're like, right. how do you do? I have expended almost zero energy while you've been flipping around like a, like a fish out of water. But yeah. anyway, go ahead. Continue. So no, that was fun. That, it was fun. Just take the, and to see the look when you, you know, yesterday you heard me mention when I was describing the mount control and I mentioned that 90% of it was that. Once yeah. I get to the mount, it's over. It's over because he, he can't, I keep saying he, but it could be a she too. It could be a, a Gabby. <laughs> Sorry, Gabby. <laughs> I don't see you running from so a stolen car. We lost all okay. our Gabby fans. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just saying, uh, you know, um, when you mount them, they're going to try everything. And remember, they're running already on reserve energy because mm -hmm. it took them several you know, se several feet of running to get to that point. And then I, you take them down, mount them, and it's over, man. I mean, to see the look of confusion on someone's face, and I've seen it multiple, multiple times. It's hard to describe, but it's like they're looking at you, and you can see that little hamster stopped, and they can't figure out <laughs> what it is that you're doing to them. The greatest um, comparison would be when you go with somebody that's new to jiu-jitsu. Remember when you were brand new, how everybody on the mats could basically destroy you. And you're like, what the hell are these people doing? They look like babies. That's exactly how it feels like. They're yeah. just looking at you at amazement. Yeah. And, and they have, it's hard to comprehend what you don't understand. Yeah. Um, I was in the Austin in 2008. We had this, uh, actually it was my first time that I ever used jiu-jitsu at work. Um, we sent this um, detainee to his dorm room, whatever you want to call it. And uh, when I got to my area to work, another detainee complained, say, hey man, um, my my body is talking to the wall. I mean, what do you mean he's talking <laughs> to the wall? He's talking to the wall. How am I going to describe that? So I called another officer. I went there. And uh, he was literally he was literally talking to the wall. So I'm like, hey man, let's go to the infirmary. This and that, you know. Turn around. So when he's turning around, he's smacked my lieutenant in the face. Pop. So I took him down. I mount him. He turned. I got his back, and I start holding just his arms. And the other officers came, and um, so everyone that day wanted to train jujitsu. They used to call me D. Uh, you know, from my last name. Hey, D, I didn't know you were Superman. I'm like, I'm not a Superman. It was, was just like controlling, rolling. It does feel like a superpower yeah. for us, though, sometimes. But it right? does. When, when you're in that position. As Freddie said, it was just like rolling with uh, a brand new student who never trained jujitsu before. Yeah. You know, I'm like, oh, whoa. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and uh, you do that so naturally because you already have the mobility and the agility because you've been training yeah. and happens to you so naturally, you know what I mean? Muscle memory, that, that and, invisible jujitsu that we hear about. And that's possibly why we don't inflict so much damage because we're so used to submitting each other in training. We right. know how far we could take a submission. So when you do it to somebody in the street, we've know, we know that, okay, they're, they're done at this point. There's no yeah. sense. They, he may not know this, but I know that if I go further, I'm going to snap his yeah. arm or hurt him. You know, we did an episode uh, right around, right after George Floyd, right after that incident, and I actually named it "Neon Neck Done Correctly." I was like, 
I, when I typed that in, I was like, how is this going to sound? But a if neon? You listen, knee, a oh, knee, knee on neck. Knee on okay. neck. Knee on neck, okay. Because I've done it in training all of the time. I've done it knee on belly, knee on sternum, and, and a knee on somebody's neck. But I actually said, when, when we when we were talking about it, I said, I do this move all the time. Stop doing it after that. Um, just because guys were like, hey, why do you, how'd you do that? And then it goes wrong. But I actually would say, it's, I'm putting my knee on the, it's most of my pressure is on the jawline of the face. Right. I'm not actually on, so I'm saying, you know, when you have hurts. your knee on some, if you need to hold somebody down and that, it's more about holding down the face. You're, if you're putting it on, what'd you say? It still hurts. It still hurts like a bitch, yeah. Ouch. It's, uh, I'm Dirty. more, it's about the control of the face, not trying to get somebody to pass out. I'm not trying to tap somebody out in that position. Most of the time when, when I had, was doing it, it would be my, my, Knee was around the, the jawline. What to, are you trying to do? Well, I'm saying I'm, no. I'm saying uh, I, well, I wouldn't do like a really right, hard knee on neck on somebody. It was usually Mess I'm doing that to maybe further my control of another position. But I would hold them, hold their face down. But I would, I would do it on the jawline. Thank you to Feito IT and AV, specializing in commercial and residential automation, security cameras, CCTV, POS, and more. Check them out at feitoitav.com or call 305-428-2515 and let them know the dummy sent you. Jiu-Jitsu's favorite monthly subscription box has now joined the Jiu-Jitsu Dummies podcast. The BJJ box is delivered to your door filled with premium jiu-jitsu and grappling apparel, equipment, supplements, supplies, snacks, and more. The crew at the BJJ Box find the best in the world of jiu-jitsu and guarantee every box to be worth more than the cost. Each box includes four to seven items you're going to love. Visit thebjjbox.com and use code JJD10 to get $10 off your very first box. And give them a follow on Instagram at thebjjbox. Neutral Zone is combat family owned, so they know you need to keep yourself and your equipment clean. They created Neutral Zone clean wipes and sprays for just that purpose. Neutral Zone products are formulated to reduce the risk of bacterial and fungal infections. Whatever's making you sweat, weight training, rolling on the mats, yard work, or just working around the house, Neutral Zone clean wipes and sprays can make you feel and smell refreshed. Use code JJD to get 15% off your online order at NeutralZoneClean.com. While you're there, sign up for their newsletter to receive the latest info and updates on product launches like their new shower gel and soap bar coming soon. Are you neutral zone clean? Special thank you to the crew over at Flow and Roll for all their support. Flow and Roll is renowned for their incredible nogi rash guards, shorts, and leggings. Flow and Roll has quickly become the premier custom apparel provider for academies big and small throughout the United States. Reach out today to discuss your custom order and ask about their incredible pre-order program. You can send an email to flowenroll at gmail.com or visit their Instagram at flow underscore n underscore roll and shoot them a direct message. And yes, they can create an awesome custom gi for your academy as well. Visit flowenroll.com to check out their awesome designs and while you're there, pick up a Jiu-Jitsu Dummy signature tee exclusively at flowenroll.com. And remember, you'll get 20% off your purchase of t-shirts, rash guards, or gis with code JJD. We talked. We talked about that a lot, but at the end of the day, I, I, I do want to ask this question. So, okay, we understand jujitsu here. For those guys that were, what's next for those guys that were at that at the seminar yesterday? If they don't train, sign up immediately to yeah. a BJJ gym. Yeah, right. ASAP. 
Yeah. So they can have the mobility, then the agility, and so they coordinate the body so they can do the positions right. Yeah. Uh, because I I don't believe that if I send out a white belt to a um, BJJ course and then he comes back, he's gonna teach my students. Okay. Um, I know Freddie. That goes back to what we were talking about. I know Freddie well, and I know his students well. He got some badass students. I don't believe him as an instructor will trust a student that it is a white belt that goes to a seminar at, I'm just going to say Hickson Gracie, okay? Nothing against Hickson. I love him. Go to Hickson Gracie seminar for a week comes back with a paper that said that he's an instructor and now fred is going to trust his entire gym under this white belt instructor to teach well um no not necessarily like that but if i have a student that already trains with me and he wants to participate hey knowledge is power by all means just like if one of my students wants to go to another police seminar do it do it but like everything else we do in jiu-jitsu, take what you feel that works for you and whatever you don't like, don't have to use it. Yeah. I mean, I think we're pretty unison on that, on that for yeah. everything. Yeah. Not everything that you've been taught. That's no disrespect to your instructors, but not everything you've been taught, you're going to, okay, that's a nice move. It's not really for me. Yeah. I did. We move on. I mean, it's the same thing with 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 um, with um, our students taking other classes. Now, going back to that one question that you mentioned earlier, because we didn't quite finish it on um, uh, just because there are black belts. I meant to say I'm not saying that, that all black belts are not good instructors. It takes a lot of discipline, sacrifice, dedication to make it to rank. So we all know they have the discipline. I'm referring to there's more to it than just teaching them self-defense. You have to look at what they're allowed to do, what they're not allowed to do, you know, their policy, departmental policy. Um, and then you, are, you I, I like to take it a step further because I've been actually on the stand when I've had been grilled by torn apart by attorneys and they are savages. So I kind of know no. what they're going to. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 Some of them. Can be, oh man. man. I have a story. So I, I'm just saying it, I, I kind of anticipate a lot of their arguments in a lot of the moves that I'm teaching. So I, I okay. that's where I get my experience. I've been burned enough to know what, what's going to happen if we do this or this. And or we failed to do this or this. We talked about that before. Um, and uh, look, it happened to me. Uh, I went to an agency to teach a seminar. And um, the entire legal team showed up. And I asked the guy, yo. <laughs> <laughs> All these attorneys? Yo, man, you know, what is it? I mean, what's going on? Oh, they from the legal team, that's the major, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, oh, okay. So I taught my seminar, you know, I was, I mean, I was tight and I taught my seminar, I was political correct. <laughs> um, in the end of the seminar, they said, oh, they want to talk to you. I'm like, oh, sh- I mean, what did I do? So I went and talked to them and they, they were like, hey, whatever you're doing here, please come back next week <laughs> and teach my entire correction facility. Oh, wow. I'm like, wow. I'm like, yeah. I thought you guys going <laughs> to, you know. I mean, well, I, I think now... 
I think. But you're hundred percent right. You have to be very careful what you teach, what you say in these seminars. Yeah. Well, let, well let's go. Let's go to that point. So, certain departments. I I don't know them all, but certain departments. Let's New York. I think you know you can't choke. Uh, there's, can't do anything. You can't put like neon sternum. You can't put neon sternum or neon back. Those right, poor guys. They, you can't. Yeah, it's it's like they've taken away. New York, get it together. Yeah, I I I. 100%. Well, so, uh, well, that there you go. I was gonna say, what do you say to these department heads that you don't? They don't realize that they're taking some of the most valuable tools away that are going to lead to a place with fewer complaints, fewer actual injuries. They're taking away all of their weapons, and I just think that it's an un. There are uneducated people, uneducated in our world, obviously. Uneducated, uneducated people making these decisions. How many weapons are we going to keep giving our officers so that uh, they don't have to go hands-on? Mm. How many? A taser, yeah. baton. I mean, this has been going on for years. Right. Started with the baton, then the asp, then the, now, now the taser. The net. I mean, I mean, how many more <laughs> instruments are you giving have, them? What was the little thing? Give them a rubbery. <laughs> yeah. What was it? It was the, you would, it, they used to hit somebody boomerang. on the head. That's the, the, the asp. Now. Bla- a blackjack. Is that an asp? I think they called, he called it a blackjack. It could Maybe. be whatever they call it. But that, that that was a useless yeah. thing. Uh, people think that 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 hurts people. No, yeah. that doesn't hurt people. That just pisses people <laughs> off, and they causes 100%. them. It causes them to fight more. Yeah, that's all that that does. Yeah. I, I refuse to carry all that all that stuff. So here's my point: is the more tools you're giving these officers, and if those tools fail, then they they have no proper training and hands on. So they're more or less. They're more likely to resort to deadly force because they can't handle it. You've yeah. they've exhumed all their tools that they used to control that one person, and now they're faced with a panic situation where they have no more tools. Their last resort is their weapon, and but, you see what happens in the news. I mean, these guys are are shooting people when they shouldn't have had to. In some cases, not in, all of them. In a continuing education scenario, is there even or even in when you're first getting on the force, is there really a lot or enough taught about de-escalation? You know, the, using your words, right? No, we teach little kids use your words for, for. Is that is that done in the academy? Yes. And in a continuing education Verbal scenario, judo. yes, yes, okay. it's done. It's okay. done, but it's very basic. Um, even that don't you, is that again something in the continuing education scenario where you're learning a little bit more? Like I've. If I, you know, I practice jujitsu to get good at something. If I'm out for a week, sometimes I go back and I feel that there's like, you know, little some bugs. I'm like, I feel like, okay, I got to get back into this again. If I go a year without hearing some of those same things that I'm supposed to be doing as a police officer, does the average person forget even the non-physical things? Again, like de-escalation with talking to somebody. Uh, do you really go through like those scenarios? Just like we're training and I'm practicing my jujitsu. Do you do you practice? how you would speak to uh, a perpetrator or a suspect. We do. Uh, we have early uh, in-service training, but some departments, uh, some departments You're not are two in your days. head. It's just obviously not some enough. Some departments are just eight hours. Okay. You know what I mean? It's, so it's very limited. Uh, that's why if you a law enforcement officer, you should seek outside training. Mm-hmm. We have many sources today. Um, luckily to, you know, we have internet and, uh, Fred is one of them here, um, in Miami is highly 
recommended. We have many departments right now introducing jujitsu, straight up jujitsu. Just you go there, train gi, and uh, you got your belts. Um, shout out to Jacksonville um, Sheriff's Department. They have a lot of guys there uh, pushing BJJ to the offices. Uh, I believe um, it's free. They come in, they um, the train. Um, Gabe Rose. Um, Sorry. What you say? That doesn't work. What? That free training. The free like, training. Don't do, work. It on, do it on the job. Like, they offer uh, what's, what's what's free seems to lose its value. Well, I I think well, doesn't it go back to who's who's teaching those classes? Yeah, well, we have that's we, a big part. Who's mm-hmm. teaching? What they're teaching? Um, and how they're teaching? Right. Mm-hmm. So this guy's a this guy's a, a former SWAT. Um, I'll mention some names here. The guys that I really uh, think that they're doing a good job: Gabe Rose, uh, Lieutenant Ramage. Tony Batros, Marcelo Burgo, and so on. The list goes on. So in Jacksonville, they um, they have very very good instructors. I teach as well. I have I graduated five, actually six police officers so far. Five to a blue belt, one to a brown, and uh, these guys they not only use jujitsu on the job but they competed in one in BJJ tournaments. Okay. Okay, so I think the sauce right now is everywhere you go, you have a cop who's a black belt in jiu-jitsu. But then again... Um, but that I, black belt, I think that black belt, we were kind of saying this before, that black belt doesn't automatically mean good teacher. No. Right? Mm. I mean, th- those two do not go hand in hand, and we see that with a lot of jiu-jitsu. Right. I'm, I'm on the cusp of the black belt. You're 100% not, right. I, my jiu-jitsu isn't about me teaching. I taught at a very early stage, white and blue, with my first coach. I, I would help out. And I say that my jujitsu was my technical jujitsu on the basis was better than it is now because I was doing it every You're single day, and teaching right. it to other people. That at, at that point I was I'd probably be a better coach than I could be now. But just because I'm on that cusp does not mean that I'm also a good teacher. I like sharing information or teaching little details, but I can't teach it the way I see my professors and coaches teach it. I under, uh, Fred is a great professor instructor. Uh, he goes a lot on details. I know MMA fighters, like famous MMA fighters, that uh, ask them to teach a class. They're too advanced. They don't, you know, and I believe, uh, I'm a firm believer that you got to stick with the basics. Yeah. Basics, basics, basics. And uh, it's hard to find the good instructors that, um, you know, preach basics. So, Freddie, you, you disagreed with him about the, when he was talking about the Jacksonville, and, and we'll say props to them for, for getting something started, but you didn't agree with, like, just the on the job, go in. You, you kind of nodded well, your head no, before. Uh, no, I was just saying that that um, I, I see so many places and they act like they've invented something new. We've been doing yeah. this since man, yeah. since the early 2000s, promoting free yeah. training. And it, it just doesn't work. It, it, very few, very, very few come in. If you have a 3,000-man department, yeah. and right. I had a 3,000-man department, Maybe five people would show up. That's what I was going to ask you. What that's, doesn't work? Is getting them to show or the actual jujitsu? You're not saying the actual jujitsu works it, or doesn't work. You're saying just getting the officers in. But to be fair, that was because I was fighting the culture, which is still present today, but it is much better today. See, this is what happened. And I actually thought about this yesterday as I was uh, walking my dog. I, dog lover here. I was walking my dog and I'm like, how did... How did, how did I affect change from the top? Me being part of a group, because when we first started jiu-jitsu, nobody knew about jiu-jitsu. So how hard is it 
to reach the the hierarchy of a department you know the brass the commanders the, all the way up to the top how do you get to the top how do you get this information to the top because it's as an officer i can't just walk into the chief's office chief I recommend we start doing jujitsu <laughs> for everyone. He's gonna look at me. What the hell is get that? Out, Number Chilla. one, where are you supposed to be? And get that, <laughs> and pack your stuff and leave now. <laughs> so, um, but do you know how we did it? Was that jujitsu? Okay, the few people that were teaching jujitsu, um, you know, it started mushrooming, and then after a certain couple of years, those officers start going, getting hired. And so you start to get officers with some jujitsu training. And, and then throughout the course of these years, these officers were able to rise up in the ranks and they know the value of jujitsu and they were able to start implementing small pieces of jujitsu into their training. Mm -hmm. And so that's where it started to change the culture. That's what, probably why I didn't have so many people because most people, what is jujitsu? Why do I have to do jujitsu? I can just taser you or I just hit you with the baton. That's the general mindset that was instilled in training that we are trying desperately to change. We need to get rid of that old style 1970s junk mm -hmm. that they've been teaching law enforcement junk, flat out junk across the entire nation. It's just flat out garbage. That's one of the reasons why I left the the, the training unit for uh for the department I work for, three thousand man department, and I refused to do it. Sorry to switch mm -hmm. topics no, no, here. No, go ahead. It was only you because it was only because I refused. I go, I'm a jujitsu black belt, and you brought me here to help teach jujitsu to the students. But you don't want me to teach my jujitsu. You want me to teach the jujitsu that the state wants me to teach. I go, that's garbage. I wouldn't teach this to anyone. Why am I teaching this? Are you no to longer law teaching with Miami? no? I I I, yeah, I, I, I no no. I still do my seminars and all that. I'm saying I oh. I left that role as a okay. as a defensive tactics instructor because I refused to teach. This was a little bit more back in the day yes. when you were on the job. Okay. Yes, and now, they didn't uh, want to hear it. What, so. you're, since you've retired. I'm still you're, reserved, but reserved. I'm, okay. I'm retired from okay. full-time work. So yes. you still are involved with teaching jujitsu, big time. And, and how does that work? They bring you into a class of uh, of new officers who are in the academy. Is that when? Is that um, when, when? When are you getting involved, or is it on a continuing no, uh, um, education basis? Uh, most de departments will hire me to teach seminars for them. Okay, um, but most of it. Um, you know, I have that reputation as a jiu-jitsu cop down here. So I have a lot of cops that train with me. Okay. And going back to what you had mentioned earlier with the different forms of jiu-jitsu, you said, well, you asked me if I recommended my students attend seminars. And I'm like, you can if you like to. To be honest with you, you don't really need to if you already train with me. Because everything I'm teaching you in these seminars... I'm teaching you in class. Okay. Yeah. And they and, and it was actually yesterday, one of the guys that trains with me regularly, he's a cop and he was attended the seminar. He goes, Sensei, you were right. Everything you're teaching here, you've it's taught right. in class yeah. numerous times. Yeah. I go, all my students, all my cops know all of this. Yeah. So mm -hmm. it's like you said in class, uh, my sport guys, you guys that like to compete a little bit more, here's a little extra stuff you could do on this. Right. Yeah. My cops, 
if you get you already know how to do the kimura we locked you up here but think about it we got to handcuff them right all you got to do is maneuver their hands yeah. to the lower part yeah. i saw i think it's uh, i obviously follow your page i think it was something you posted uh it, it, it may be something you posted there is a man and a woman in a car watching a female officer try to take somebody down have you seen this yet She's taking, trying that to take somebody down today. the lunch. Yeah, I, ju- I just saw it today, just this morning. Female cop trying to take down a bigger man. And the, the, there's somebody in the car, and he's saying, honey, I'm going to get... And she's like, no, 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 don't you go get involved. And he's like, honey, I got to yeah, go help. Yeah, I've seen that and one. And he gets out of the car, and she's filming from in the car. The and he and helped the female officer. Yeah, he helped the female officer. In my mind, okay, like that's a scenario that... Okay, now I know jujitsu, and I probably would help anyway. Now I know how to help. Not saying that that's why you should do it, but now I feel like again, blanks were filled in. I didn't know. Oh, this is how you reach for the arm, and you know the way that you taught to take it. And I've never done. I never did something like that before. So I, I think that that that's in, incredibly, incredibly helpful. But going, you know, again, we're we're talking about sending the students for people that out there, that don't train with you that are listening in other parts of the country. I do believe, and I would preach that they. Any seminar, any, I think, you know, it used to be the Korean, don't go to another gym and don't train with anybody else. In or outside of law enforcement, a, a, a seminar for law enforcement or just a seminar on leg, I think it's incredibly valuable to go to these other places and just get a different, get a different insight. I know over my, my, my training, my tenure in training, I've been able to, you know, to have different coaches. I have the same, I have different coaches teaching the exact same thing and I'll, get a little nugget i'm mm-hmm. like oh like i'm very into like where's my foot where's my other hand where the hand that's not doing something where is that is it on the mat where i love in my own you know felipe and sofia in my own gym you know felipe is typically more the head instructor uh, sofia actually does like her own women's classes now but when we're together and like maybe felipe's away and she does the class where we'll she'll be teaching the same thing and she'll just show it little things differently that she does because of her size her body type and I love those classes. So that's why I'm, I don't do a ton of seminars. This Golden was one nuggets. of the first ones. I like to, I like to get that from other people. And I'm very lucky that we do have, uh, like we do open mats on the weekend. So we do have a lot of black belts that come in and they might show something different, yeah. you know? Sure. So go ahead. So we're diving I, back I in. I wanted to get back at what you had mentioned with the recording. I believe that video was just posted. Uh, I saw it so, this yeah. morning. Tom LeBlanc, I believe, posted that video. But see, what I took from that video was... Yeah, everyone sees the self-defense. I mean, uh, that the guy went out and helped. But I, what I saw instead was what's happening in society today. Somebody was recording and somebody wanted to help. Somebody only wanted to record. Somebody wanted to help. And that was so encouraging that this man decided to take upon himself to yeah. go out and actually help. Right. I'll say that it was probably his wife. And she's telling him not to. But that's exactly right. what's happening in yeah. society. People are just so quick to pull out a phone and watch a tragedy occur. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to cause a domestic between these yeah. people. I'm sorry. I, mean, I'm I just would expect that, that my wife would not get out of the car. I'd be actually... That was good with I her staying I would actually be there. saying, like, I don't know, again now, understanding, especially like yesterday, we, uh, was it, I think, your story where you're saying, um, the story that you tell about how you got into jujitsu and the, and the fight that you got right. into as a rookie, where... You hadn't even called it in yet. So now, after the seminar, I'm mm-hmm. thinking, okay, she's trying to... Has she called it in? Is anybody coming? So now my default would be, not only am I going to help, honey, call the call 911. 
let them know where we are. I've got to go help this person. You know, if I'm in that scenario, I would also now introduce that part. Like, don't assume because the cop is here already that there are the cavalry's on its way. We don't know, right? The cavalry was not on its way, it and it not. took other people to call. And if you want to hear the full story, you can go back to both of the episodes. Right. Just Google Freddie Trillo, Jiu-Jitsu Dummies, and you can yeah. listen to both the, both of those podcasts. Right? We would we don't know that who's on their way, so that would be my default based on your seeing a video like that based on what you said yesterday. I would say number one, make sure somebody. I if I'm by myself, I might have to call nine one one and help. I got to figure that. And uh, and a part of that, I want to ask, how do I as a civilian, what do I do to approach a situation like that? Because she doesn't know who I am. And right. Is this, I was going to add that. Adrenaline's too. going. She doesn't know that I'm not with him. Yeah. How do I introduce introduce myself or anybody introduce themselves into that situation as a bystander trying to help a cop? You have to be very careful how you're going to intervene because you don't know if the guy is armed. The suspect mm-hmm. is armed. And there were, in that case, the particular case, the guy, I believe that the guy saved the female officer. You know what I mean? Because the suspect was much... <laughs> it was bigger. Was I don't bigger know if he was her. armed. I don't know the story yeah, beyond so that. so he come in and helped. But you got to be very careful how he intervene. You know? Uh, ask, can I help? <laughs> Do and you need help? I hope Tom or Henner... I know there's all this controversy right now, but like, you know, all these uh, these people that say, find that person and I'm going to give them some free jujitsu. I don't know if she was trained. She didn't look like she was trained in jujitsu, but I hope that somebody's reaching out to her to offer her some free jujitsu classes like I've, they've, sure. I've seen before. Right. You I'm know? sure she's going to get plenty of attention. Now. Yeah. <laughs> it, it amazes. <laughs> what do you what do you tell? I, I cannot fathom being a police officer today. And going out and not knowing that this thing exists, because they know, because cops know that this exists now. This isn't like, oh, what's jujitsu? What is that? The UFC is too popular. This, the internet, you know, Instagram, people trying to further this, um, trying to get you, you know, people to train more in the combatives. I cannot fathom being an officer today and not doing this. Not only for my own safety, but the safety of the people around me. How does somebody? How is somebody? When I see that that cop with the big gut, the thing, the belt, the the guns all the way down here because the belt is under his the gut, I'm like what is? I mean, you know, maybe he's sitting behind a desk and that's fine. I can't understand why people aren't staying in shape and aren't seeking out jujitsu training. Well, it looks like it looks like it's if I can, it it looks like it's this know nothing bureaucrats making all these decisions yeah, for them. Before, yeah. yeah, no, no, but I'm saying that's actually super important. And like Freddie said. That 70s bullshit has to go. And this, so it looks like there's an evolution happening now. There is. The more guys like you that are doing this for for police officers, those bureaucrats are not going to have a choice anymore but to go along with it. And they're going to start to realize that benefit, seeing that there's less complaints. You know, so... Yeah. It's it's Uh, the bureaucrats. They do this with everything else. I was going to say something here, too. Don't think, like, just... You're law enforcement, law enforcement. How about the civilians too? This is uh, we live in a crazy world out there. Absolutely, you know what I mean. You're not a cop, but uh, you know, keep yourself in shape. Um, yeah. Milton is a brown belt in jiu-jitsu. I've been trying to get this guy in the mat. I'm like, listen, just come to my house. We'd show you some moves. Let me show you some basics. Look, he's the gadget guy. (laughs) I know, I know cops. I know cops that they don't carry off duty, Mm -hmm. and I know civilians that they don't leave their house. Without, without a weapon. Yeah. I know 
I know cops that they don't train jiu-jitsu. Mm. I know civilians that are very, very good in jiu-jitsu and other other martial arts. So there's yeah. a balance I, there too. Yeah. Yeah, I know cops that they hate guns. They don't carry I just, a weapon. I just I never leave my Off home duty. without rage. <laughs> oh boy. Here we but go. Bo I just is, have my rage okay. on hold. No, Bo, no, has, no. Bo has told us, and no, a, did, I love you, Bo. No disrespect to Bo. In the world too. Bo, Bo is Bo. We were doing a podcast one time. I don't know that I've ever really said this to him, but Bo was the, you know, I see red guy. Come on, train jujitsu. He's like, no, I don't need it. Mm. I, you know, I see red, I go crazy. It's a common <laughs> thing in our world. Well, no, for, no. I said for, I'm hands. I'm but, hands. I yeah. know how to hit really good. I, but I'm, when you're not practicing it, I'm when you're not one, doing it all of the time, how do you know I don't practice striking. Because I know you don't practice striking because you never talk about it or ever I say that you practice striking. I practice yeah. my striking. No, you don't. Yeah. Well, I'm, where? I can punch, Who do you train punch with? Through concrete, man. Yeah. Okay. See, so, you know, right? We, right oh, that, boy. You've probably. Yeah, yeah, right. I really, look, I'll say on my uh, about yeah, myself. I see it. When I first started jujitsu, I started with a law enforcement officer. It was a brand new gym. I was his very first, his second student because. He had a friend's wife that quit, but I was his first real student, his first blue belt under his own, you know, he had gotten his black belt, opened this, this academy. And I remember he was like, okay, we're going to like, you know, what do you know? Cause I wrestled a little in high school and I remember including in that besides like hitting the bag and doing some like, you know, physical fitness stuff and some gyms. I said to him, you know, and I watch a lot of UFC and the, <laughs> And he just smiled. And at the time, I was just like, well, like, I'm seeing it all the time, so I know what you're about to teach me. And no, it wasn't anything like that. Like, I sounded, he smiled because I sounded like an idiot. But I know, you know, you guys hear it all the time. Like, oh, no, I know how to take care of myself. But oh, do yeah. you really? When was the last time you actually trained or got into a fight? Oh, you have or guys. tested yourself? You just, you really don't. And you don't know, we said this before. I took you don't karate know what in high school when I was yeah. in high school. When was the last school? time that you took a karate class? That was like, Junior, before junior high okay, school. So, so. was this the 70s? Yeah. Is this the era we're referring to? Oh, we had. It's like uh, anything, though. If you're not practicing it right, as a, as a gym owner and instructor, you know Jaramillo, that even remember? somebody who's come in. I went to the same school Jaramillo went yeah, to, the okay. karate school. So we were both babies. Like, we, you yeah. know that if you're not practicing it and training it, you forget. You know, you don't. The skill set isn't there. It's something that you do have to as train. On. Yes or no? As Freddy, instructors and gym uh, owners. One day, Freddie said something online in the. Totally agree with him. Hey, man, you quit that one week train. I mean, there's people that just, I'm talking about like in general here. There's people that go to jiu-jitsu only one week. I Sometimes I understand if you have to work hard and uh, um, you don't have any time, that's just the day that you only have to train. Okay, good. Yeah. But if you have the time and one of those students that only show up to the gym once a week, but you yeah. have the time, quit that life. Yeah. You know well, jujitsu I mean? is a, is a, is kind of like you're all in or you're all out. It's either you love it, you hate it. Yeah. You're either going to train or you don't because the person that trains for the week once a month or it comes every three. I have them in my school. It happens. And sometimes it's life and sometimes it's just the motivation to get off the couch. Exactly. But if you're not, if you don't truly practice jujitsu, if you're not training, especially if you're new, you, it, this isn't a, I can go to the gym once a week kind of thing or, or once a month. You do have to get there often. You have to you have to practice Milton. as a trader. You're not going to uh, get there. We have in house. We have um, I believe twenty to thirty black belts in house. In house, the gym that I train okay. in Jacksonville. We have thir uh, twenty to thirty in house black belts plus the other black belts that we have outside. 
sometimes I, I love gi. I train both, but I like gi. And I love the gi training at Brazilian Top Team at Jacksonville. So when I drive from my house to the gym, I'm like, today I'm going to get destroyed because I'm destroyed because I'm not feeling it. And But yeah. I keep going. So when I got there, the vibe changed automatically. You got destroyed. Yeah. <laughs> I got destroyed regardless, you know what I mean? It's that little guy. But, uh, little but the guy. vibes already changed. Yeah. The vibes already changed. I want to see everyone there. Hey, 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 let's train, let's roll. And then, okay. Those The days that I've gone to jiu-jitsu when I just really couldn't get get up to do it or a long day, those sometimes I, I can uh, remember some of those days as some of the best training I had. Exactly. And it absolutely cleared my mind. It was yeah. just like something just wiped oh, everything away. Oh, I needed away. this place. I need it. <laughs> I, I, to this day, I, I, I joke about this, but I do mean it. If my wife wants to have an argument with me or she's, you know, she has to talk about something where she needs to get her way or she's angry about something, the best time to talk to me about it is when I get home from jujitsu. I am, you know, everything is gone from the day. Everything oh. has been washed away, all of my stress, and now go ahead, bring me the new stress, honey. Uh, you know? I believe, <laughs> but uh, I'm going to be the most open to a conversation or to what she has to say at that moment. I believe that uh, um, in jujitsu, you to grasp, um, you really need to train with uh, good level guys um, that put pressures on, that put a lot of pressure on you, um, so you can learn how to defend yourself better. Um, if you go into that meek mousy jiu-jitsu, hey, grab my hair, grab my belt. You, you know, that, I mean, you got to put in the work, man. Um, so like, like we said earlier the, the, with the, the seminar itself, when I walked away from that, I didn't walk away from that going, oh, I know everything that I need to do to be a law enforcement officer. That should be more than anything, in my mind, should be a wake-up call to every person that was there who's not training already. Exactly. That's, I didn't know. What, that's what we preach. so much more here that I'm not learning in my department that I didn't learn in my academy and things that I should know and really, again, you know, and even share, right? That should be the next step. That, that shouldn't be the end all exactly. be all. And uh, I tell people my, on our seminars, you know, and Freddie uh, said the same thing yesterday and I repeat it. You're not going to learn everything today, guys. Uh, this is a, we do, we build the, the students to the, drills that we have and so they can realize if you don't train you need training and most of the seminars uh, we have black belts coming in which is amazing not only yeah. black belts but other levels as you see yesterday i believe 80 percent of the 85 percent of the class already trained already trained jiu-jitsu which is amazing you don't see that everywhere when i go to california it's the same thing boston's the same thing most cops there that i that attended the seminar they all train jiu-jitsu you're starting to see more I think it's amazing, okay, because now they can judge what you're teaching as well, right? Uh, when we left the seminar, yesterday I texted Freddie. Freddie, I've been getting a lot of good reviews, man, for the positions. My phone did not stop. Uh, this is good. So I just want to add one thing here, too. Um, I didn't know your number. <laughs> no, actually, the DM. <laughs> DMs, man. <laughs> Uh, if I listen, if you send me a message and I take two days to reply, just uh, you know, I'll I'll get to you when I get to you. Uh, but I want to talk about one thing, man. Uh, um, we have this instructor. Um, he's a captain for the Brazilian Shock Police. Oh. He twenty five years plus as a law enforcement officer, and uh, guy's solid. 
the dude is like 50 uh he's getting his 50 degree now in black uh brazilian jiu-jitsu black belt but uh, uh, one thing that um, I met this guy before I met him. <laughs> so he, I thought you when I got there, you're talking about you Rodrigo. <laughs> yeah, no, we already we already friends. Yeah, I did. Uh, okay, we I already did. friends. I thought I, he was one of your family members, though. I thought no. you know when I first walked in because I know you have what ten yeah ten law enforcement professionals yeah, in your we, entire family. We, we talk about that. Mm. Um, yes, I. Um, I thought he was one of them. Uh, we're gonna get to that in a second, but uh, um, so Rodrigo, I saw a video, a random video, of a, a random video on the internet that this dude was getting married on. He had his police uh, um, uh, uniform, like the Brazilian uh, class A, whatever, and um, was a bunch of uh, uh, specialized uh, um, guys there. There are work together his units and so as he's getting married he he hear uh they hear gunshots pa 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 and then he stops and then these guys the the him and the people attending the wedding are the unit that they would call in right as, basically exactly right? These, so, check these this guys out. Do, right? so they hear gunshots pa, pa, pa. and he was like he looks at uh his uh his bodies and he goes like this man immediately he grabs his gun with his team, they went out. John went, Wick comes out. They went outside. Okay, there was, I believe, please don't quote me on that, but I believe there was some bad guys shooting at some patrol car. His team killed the bad guys. One got killed. He said one got killed. Yeah, one two, guy got killed. Two arrested. And two arrested. They ran back to the uh, to the church, the to the wedding. And got married like nothing was happening. <laughs> and you see, everything's on video, man. I'm like, damn, bro. Nah, and Brazil. that dude is a beast. You know yeah. what I mean? As he said yesterday on a seminar, you cannot just ignore the fact that you have a weapon on you. All the positions that you do, you need to protect that damn weapon because uh, in Brazil is different than here. Uh, here, cops they have more rights than a cop in Brazil. I'm not going. Um, we're not going to get into that, but uh, just quick. Uh, in Brazil, he said many, many times we go to call, and when you're just talking to a person, they just launch for your weapon. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, and it is sad because uh, the cops in Brazil they do a lot with very, very little, and they don't have the time to train. So, even though that um, jujitsu is very popular, <laughs> yeah. you know. In Brazil, a lot of cops in Brazil don't train, wow. but those that do, they badasses. Uh, we have an amazing seminar yesterday. I just want to, uh, um, I was very impressed with the turnout. A lot of people, uh, um, they had to cancel because uh, um, do it to work. They changed their schedule. Um, it was my, a packed house. Thank God there were more house, people there. I, <laughs> so as I a, was happy with the number. Yeah, yeah. Number, it was. Like I have perfect. some family members that came. You know, they're law, law enforcement here. We have uh, so far we have nine. Uh, one is she's in the academy. Uh, two are retired. They uh, um, one is a chief. He sent some people and uh, um, he could not make it. But uh, I was just happy with the outcome, man. And uh, so, as you mentioned that. What's changed? Like you said, you know, these guys retiring. There were a few department heads. Uh, I don't want to quote it specifically, but there were some guys there that were higher ups in the we department <laughs> who might. Would they, are these people that yeah. did they specifically come to check it out to get a feel on like is this something that they should be implementing? Hopefully. Was, was it there for them? Were they there for themselves or, or well, both? The the fact that they're even there is a positive 
is a step in the right direction, right? Because we didn't do anything bad. We we showed all positive <laughs> techniques. Exactly. Did I show any violence in that in that Did you see entire anything? seminar? No, no, we didn't. I we wasn't didn't, teaching other violence. Than, other than uh, the one drill we did where the perpetrator would be the aggressor trying to go after That's, something. Everything that you taught us was, any de- was, was de-escalation no. and control. Control. Which goes control. back to what he had mentioned earlier in the podcast when you were referring to that you had all these department heads, uh, the law, the the legal... The, the, the attorneys. The legal, the, attorneys. Legal. <laughs> the legal team. Well, <laughs> kind of the same thing happens with me whenever I am present myself right. to an academy, to a police... What are you going to teach? I go, I'm teaching self-defense. Okay, what kind of striking Listen are you him. teaching? I go, I'm not teaching any striking. What? <laughs> it, it's almost like the mom who's calling and saying, they like, or just in general, the public, they call what we do karate. They just don't know. They're uneducated. They don't truly know the difference in what we do versus Hi-ya. maybe UFC, right? They're here. They, MMA and UFC, wow. truly, they, they just don't understand. It's, it's an education. I thing. was like... I don't teach any striking. What about the punching and the kicking? It's not necessary. <laughs> I can teach your officers how to take someone down, completely neutralize them, which limits, which is going to reduce injuries to the officers. It's going to reduce injuries to the subjects. It's going to lower your incidence of use of force, your complaints. And your department is going to look better in front of, in the community. You're working with your officers and your community to make you know policing safer for everyone so it's a win-win so they kind of i back them into a corner because i'm not teaching any violence and that's exactly what jujitsu is if taught correctly you can completely neutralize you guys know this and this is why we're slowly changing the culture going back to what you had mentioned about officers being overweight or what have you but well, we have to change the culture we have to and it is changing me shouldn't you have to we, not as fast as we want to but it's changing it's changing because right now we have a lot of officers they are promoting jiu-jitsu we have a lot of uh groups out there teaching jiu-jitsu um I, uh, going back to seminars, right? I believe that uh, officers, they should take seminars, just like I love to take uh, jiu-jitsu seminars. My last seminar what was with uh, Hoyler Gracie. Man, that man is a beast. And to me, in my opinion, he's one of the best Gracies because he's small, okay? Um, and Hoyler was teaching, like, basic positions, but he was showing me details. And I'm like, wow. Yeah. I, I never catch that in my life, and I'm catching now. You know what I mean? So that's why um, if I go to any seminar, I'm going to see positions that is not going to work for me, but I'm going to see positions that I really like. So I keep both. You know what I mean? Yeah. I keep. And the positions that I don't like, I try to transition to my style of jiu-jitsu. So it's the same thing um, going to a law enforcement, uh, um, um, ground control, whatever, seminar. You go and pick what is best for you. But if you have uh, jiu-jitsu training, you're going to have the mobility, the agility, so you can do the moves correctly and then tweak a little bit your style of yeah. jiu-jitsu like you did yesterday. Um, I saw you, I think it was one of the Freddy's positions, and then you tweaked a little bit yeah. and you got it. There was, so a, hi- there was a hybrid belt. There was a hybrid between you taught a move and then he showed a little his kind of version of that same move. And for me, his version fit me a little bit better 
because I'll just say for me, as a bigger guy, I'm right. looking for a path of least resistance. My cardio, I'm a 50-year-old. You look amazing, by the How old are you, Freddie? <laughs> 55. 55. It looks 55. amazing. I look like this. I'm, I'm trying to get there. But I, my cardio isn't as good as I would like working. it to be. My strength is I'm not as strong as some of these 25-year-olds right. that I'm up against. 100%. And I found that the just the way that his was a little bit more direct for me because I'm not looking to add anything else in that's not going to get me to the same place. But again, there's so many, there's, just like jujitsu, there's a million different ways to do the same. Every instru- I've never had a, two instructors t- t- teach me something exactly the same way. There's always been this slight little variation on and it. And that's is, what I love about that, learning yeah, from different people. Yeah, that's the beauty because from one, uh, um, from one position, that's 3,000 variations that you, can, yeah. that you can show. But sometimes our time is very limited and we can only show yeah. certain stuff. But I believe uh, um, yesterday, um, Fred and I, we covered like almost everything. Uh, the basics was was there. Yeah, that's great. And uh, Highly recommend anybody to go check you out. At, uh, we'll have it on the screen as well, but it's bjj.cops. Um, the Instagram? D- yeah, B- yeah, bjj.cops. And the website's bjjcops.net. Is not the website is not updated. Um, we have over twenty five instructors right now. Um, only the seminars in the store. You know what I mean. I have uh, I have now a company like doing my website and uh, manage my uh, Instagram because it's just too much. Yeah. You know, we uh, know somebody. That's a good thing. I know somebody. We know somebody. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you wanna you wanna hear how we met? Uh, uh we started talking before. Uh, and then, like, way BJJ Cops, you know, uh, I always like his program and stuff. And then I'm like, hey, Milton, like, I'm I'm creating a page for um for sponsors. You know what I mean? You guys want to jump uh-huh. in, blah, blah, blah. And then, oh, man, right now, um, since I just left my uh, my full-time gig, it's a little bit harder, uh, uh, you know. But I love what you do. Keep doing. I'm like, you know what, Milton? You just left your job. You're going to start your own program. I'm going to make a donation for you. Yeah. <laughs> <Cool>. <laughs> right, Milton? He did. And then he I did. donate. Oh, nice. He sent yeah. some donations on Venmo. And, and, and then I sent some donations uh, um, to him. I'm like, dude, I want you to succeed. I believe in what you do. And here's some donations. You uh, know what I mean? Cool. So I was calling him to ask for <laughs> And then Always. he became actually, like, then we do his do graphics. Then I we would do, say we do the, that. We yeah. do the graphics <laughs> for a lot of the, uh, a lot of the, oh, the, yeah. the seminars. Milton, so we, we he's, been, the man, he's been a right hand since, yeah. uh, since before Thank you, man. everything, see, the audience you know, can't it, see it, but I'm double, yeah, double shaka, <laughs> double shaka. Uh, yeah, guys. So if you guys need any artwork or uh, website designs, uh, uh, especially on Shopify, you know, just the guy here. So Freddie, you for you, uh, give us a, the location. Give us your Instagram and your tell everybody where you are here, South Florida. My Instagram, Black Belt Badge. You changed that. You I st- did. You did. I was surprised it was available. <laughs> <laughs> I'm there. there pl- I'm there guessing names. I'm like, hmm, that sounds like a cool name. Maybe they'll accept it. Boom, nobody had it. Yeah, so I cool. was like, I wow. thought it was pretty cool. That I'm is. actually thinking of creating a, like a logo or something Shh, for it. Don't. Don't yeah, give away yeah. your secret. No, no, no. I was going to say, don't give away your secrets. <laughs> well, I mean. Because somebody goes and pulls black belt dot pet, you know what I mean? Like yeah, throw yeah, in the yeah, dot. Yeah. And then. Uh, but, copycats. But go ahead. I'm sorry. Place. So black belt badge on Instagram. And then tell everybody you have also uh, a page for the Trillo Academy, which is. Instagram also just has Trillo Academy. Okay. Um, 
Highly so recommended. If you a police officer in the area, you know, go train there. It's not. Be, I mean, tell everybody where you're based. Where, where, where's your location? It's in Miami Gardens. Um, it's, do you want the whole address? <laughs> yeah, yeah, throw it in there, God. Yeah, we'll put yeah, it on well, the screen. We can put it on the wait, screen wait. anyway. One eight four zero zero Northwest Seven Five Place. It's on the um, three three zero one five. It's in the uh, Miami Gardens, just north of Miami Lakes. Those that are in the area in Miami are familiar with. Yeah, yeah very close like, to I seventy five. Are obviously we have exposure all over the world, but I can actually see like where uh, on the sound where people listen to us, and it's like it spreads through really? the country, but it's. You can see where you get you the can most pinpoint where your listeners are on the are podcast. In? Yeah, yeah. I actually. Oh, how cool! It, it's Analytics. funny because I could see every Analytics. country, <laughs> and in the beginning oh, it would be really? like, "Look, there are three people in Brazil like listen to the podcast." So it's based on your location and where you're downloading the the, cool. the podcast. That's just on the sound side, right? Because we're doing this is the YouTube, but we also put out the sound on you know on different places. So, um, so yes, it's. Uh, yeah, just like you know, Shopify. It's, it's all over so, yeah. but, but we have a huge exposure in Florida, obviously, because we're from here and we interview a lot of people here. So when you're saying give out the address, I'm like, especially in South, if it was like California, I wouldn't worry so much about the address because we have such a big exposure. Because we know, really do have that 50-mile 50, 50 yeah. radius. We yeah. have that big, you know, that big following down here. So it's always good for people to know. And I'm very are. happy that you guys enjoyed the seminar because um, a lot of the stuff I taught there. I had covered in the first BJJ Fanatics instructional that I did, mm -hmm. but now on this new one that I created, there's a few things that we did in that class that goes into the new video that's going to come out hopefully in the next couple of weeks. And I'm going to put the uh, link in the description yes. on YouTube and on the sound. It's different. different. It, it, uh, I'll put the, the link to the first one for now. Do and you then remember, we'll have to have the do second you remember one. some of those? Uh, the single and so body legs stuff, and stuff yeah. like that. The, well, well, a you lot talked of about that last time. On, you were talking a lot about the, the a body. A lot lock. of the self defense that I'm covering in this next instructional is has all that in it. Okay. The the defense is included with those three main takedowns. Okay. So I really okay. just have it to those three ones, and I just let it grow from there and teach my classes from there because I like to teach stuff that's simple and efficient, and that I can right. get. 90% of the people to, to start doing, you know, as opposed to some techniques that take a little bit too long. If it takes too long to learn something, then it's not that simple. It's not that efficient. So did you, you look like you wanted to say something? Yeah. I was, I, I was only going to wrap. I just want to say to everybody, right, cool. we were going to start to wrap. We could probably talk for another two hours. It yeah. is Easter. We're filming on Easter Sunday. We all have families and things that we want to get to. So risen. we're going to. Cut it a little bit shorter than normal, <laughs> but go ahead, Brennan. What I bought his, say? actually. I just want to say that I I bought his first version version of the. Thank you. You know, and uh, <laughs> I told him, hey man, I used some of your stuff and I modified some. You know what I mean? Like um, support each other. Yeah, yeah. that's Take it, it, man. That's it. And, that's uh, why we put it out there. Um, yeah, I love his uh, uh, the way that he teaches. You know, um, Rodrigo. He's a uh, one of big. He's one of uh, he learned from um, he he learned from Freddie while he was in Brazil. He said, "Hey man, I was <laughs> I was watching your videos before I came to the United States." They didn't even know each other. Right? He's like no. watching the videos, and he's like, "Oh, yes." He told me that, that, that <laughs> he had been sharing my videos in Brazil, out there. Yeah. I was like, "Really? You guys talking about me?" <laughs> See, <laughs> okay. I, I don't know. If I usually like, get that. It's good great. and bad. International talk. recognition. It's great to see where you know. Exactly. It, I, I don't. I don't. Maybe YouTube does it. I I don't know. Like show you where you're. You know the demographics of of who's who's watching and where. 
again on the podcast side the the host that we use that I we think they do. I think YouTube it, has it, an analytics. Does you it? Can, you can watch. You yeah, can maybe I, I haven't gotten that far into the analytics. Oh, actually, I do have my YouTube channel. If you just yeah. go on uh, Trillo Academy, Trillo Jiu Jitsu Academy on YouTube, I have a lot of videos, over two hundred videos there. Oh, nice. But they're all mixed up. They're not every. Not everything is law enforcement. You know, it's, just, mm-hmm. it's all mixed because we teach everything. So well, like you right. said, jujitsu is jujitsu. Check jiu-jitsu out your YouTube, jiu-jitsu. your Instagram. Same thing. We I'll have it on the screen as well. We've mentioned them already, but we'll put it on the screen. They'll be in the in the descriptions on the on the podcast. Again, in the spirit of letting everybody get to their families, did you have anything you wanted to add or any shout outs that you want to give? Yeah, I just want to give a, a shout out to um, the Fleoa guys, uh, uh, David, Dave, and Larry. Uh, they're doing an amazing job by pushing. Uh, um, jiu-jitsu to the federal law enforcement offices um next week next weekend i'm gonna be in ohio um yeah man miamisburg i'll be at the the police department there um with some good guys they can Uh, check out your instagram and see basically all i mean you've again we're we're doing a lot of the announcements for you we do the graphics for you so you're going all over you've been to into massachusetts You've been to Ohio, California. I mean, you're literally, there's no place that you wouldn't go for a set to, to do a traveling seminar, correct? Hey, man, I've been getting a lot of requests, but uh, uh, um, if I can't, uh, it's just too many uh, right now. Um, like this month, I'm busy every weekend. Um, I have big, big, big plans here for uh, the Miami, for the South Florida area. Um, I've been getting a lot of reach. I'm going to talk to Freddie off record. Because you know, I need help. Sure. Uh, um, so if you're a BJJ black belt, <laughs> solid. Yeah. All right. And Very cool. So again, um, Freddie, do you have anything you want to add? Man, Anybody I, you want to say hello to? I want to thank uh, Brendan for 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 allowing me to be to help teach in this uh, the BJJ cops. Um, My pleasure. <laughs> and um, and thank you, Milton, for attending. It was, and, it was um, fun. I had and a good for time. the podcast. Man, I'm glad together we're all building each other up, exactly. and, and 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 there's nothing about copying or anything. If you're watching, take it, use it, teach it, yeah. modify it if you have to, do whatever you want. I love it when they do it. Yeah, I don't mind at all. We didn't invent anything. I just helped nope. put it together. Jiu-Jitsu's favorite monthly subscription box has now joined the Jiu-Jitsu Dummies podcast. The BJJ box is delivered to your door filled with premium jiu-jitsu and grappling apparel, equipment, supplements, supplies, snacks, and more. The crew at the BJJ box find the best in the world of jiu-jitsu and guarantee every box to be worth more than the cost. Each box includes four to seven items you're going to love. Visit thebjjbox.com and use code JJD10 to get $10 off your very first box. And give them a follow on Instagram at thebjjbox. Neutral Zone is combat family owned, so they know you need to keep yourself and your equipment clean. They created Neutral Zone clean wipes and sprays for just that purpose. Neutral Zone products are formulated to reduce the risk of bacterial and fungal infections. Whatever's making you sweat, weight training, rolling on the mats, yard work, or just working around the house, Neutral Zone clean wipes and sprays can make you feel and smell refreshed. Use code JJD to get 15% off your online order at NeutralZoneClean.com. While you're there, sign up for their newsletter to receive the latest info and updates on product launches like their new shower gel and soap bar coming soon. Are you neutral zone clean? 
Special thank you to the crew over at Flow and Roll for all their support. Flow and Roll is renowned for their incredible Nogi rash guards, shorts, and leggings. Flow and Roll has quickly become the premier custom apparel provider for academies big and small throughout the United States. Reach out today to discuss your custom order and ask about their incredible pre-order program. You can send an email to flowenroll at gmail.com or visit their Instagram at flow underscore n underscore roll and shoot them a direct message. And yes, they can create an awesome custom gi for your academy as well. Visit flowenroll.com to check out their awesome designs and while you're there, pick up a jujitsu dummy signature tee exclusively at flowenroll.com. And remember, you'll get 20% off your purchase of t-shirts, rash guards, or gis with code JJD. So, so that's organizing I'll, the ideas is sometimes more important than yes. inventing. I'll leave it with the only housekeeping we're going to do is uh, you could check us out at Jiu-Jitsu Dummies on Instagram. Uh, you can check out all the ways to watch, listen, and support. If you click the link in our bio, it'll take you to every single page that we have, whether it's Facebook or the YouTube or, or what have you. My personal IG is Uncle Milty BJJ. Bo? Uh, at B-A-D-W-E-R-K-S, Bad Works. All right. And that's, uh, we'll leave it there. Thank you, gentlemen. I appreciate you, you guys Thank so you. much. Thank you for inviting me to the seminar. Appreciate Anytime. you using us, you know, for, for business. And, um, yeah, man. Well, uh, Freddie, when uh, you, after the next BJJ Fanatics, when you, you've got the new one coming out, you don't know the ETA, it'll probably be a couple of months. Couple months, but well, I look forward to some uh, teaching some seminars. Well, definitely. Do you, go, um, do you go to Boston when you? I'll go anywhere. <laughs> no, I'm asking you when you record your BJJ fanatics. Uh, uh, the first Thank one we went to Boston. Oh, second yeah. one they came here to record. Um, a lot of people don't know this, but uh, we started like Mike Zeng and I. We started like where the oh, you know Mike. Yeah, we started competing together. Uh, um, nice. Was there's Who's no? Who's that? He's he runs. He's somebody that runs things. Yeah, over. he runs it. Mike, the whole thing. And there. I we used to drive everywhere and fly everywhere. Uh, back then, was no BJJ competitors. Was only uh, Mike. Mike actually, he ha- he's a very good uh, good judo player. Was Mike, Taizi, uh, um, Joy Lozon, uh, Kenny Florian. You know what I mean? Back in early 2000s, and um, we used to travel everywhere to compete, facing each other. Yeah, I get lost count how many tournaments. Uh, uh, we we we'll, from the same gym, Mike and I. So. Oh yeah. Yeah, okay. Mike is a Mike is solid jujitsu man. So we'll pick that up on the next podcast because we're definitely going to do this again next time <laughs> you're down here. We'll do it again. Freddie, do you're down here. You're always welcome. I appreciate you, you guys. Yeah, if you coming guys on. got appreciate another it. seminar okay. you guys are doing next, and I'm available, let me know. I'll come and take pictures. Oh okay. Oh very cool. That'd Thank you, man. One. All right, so thank you for watching and listening, everybody. Peace, love, jujitsu. Bo knows. Thank you. All right, guys. Bo's nose. <laughs>